out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out. My name is RJ. My name is Blay, and this is the podcast where two best friends, RJ and myself, try to become better friends by convincing the other person to take up a new hobby or a passion. And this episode, RJ, is a little bit different. Every week we have a new guest. We have a new issue that one of us is screaming at the other one about, and we donate to a charity. But what's different about this episode this week? Well, there's a couple things that are different. One is we're not going to donate to a charity. I mean, we can. We can donate to whatever charity we want. Starting the episode out by just saying we're With a downer. Okay. (laughs) We usually donate. Uh, And the other thing is we don't have a guest today. This is like a catch-up episode. We've had a couple of these before. That's right. Uh, But there's an even deeper difference for this episode. And it is you and I are going to discuss... What we actually have in common. That's I don't right. think people believe that we're friends. They just think we hate each other, I That's think. That's true. That's, yeah, which is, that is true. And like, this is. And we often do hate each other. And we often do. Well, like friends do. Like I real think, friends. Like yeah. real friends. I think when you get, I liken our friendship to kind of two magnets of the same, we're both <laughs> South <laughs> okay. Poles or whatever. And it's like, when they get close they yeah. repel, but it's like there's energy there. There's friction. There's energy. There's definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a sibling ship. Is that a word? Uh, <laughs> that, uh, but I don't know. As opposed to, I feel like some siblings can't even have these type of arguments. Like it's a there's yeah. a there's a it's yeah it's a brotherly situation. Yeah, but and I I would say this too. I think like sibling. You and I both have siblings, and a sibling relationship is has like an undercurrent of liquid magma hate underneath yeah, it. Right. Because you your siblings and you know you and know your bullshit that you try to cover up. Right. Like everyone right. was dumb and shitty when they were young. And then we try to cover that up. We build on top of that like what becomes our identities, but they know what the bedrock is. You know, so yeah. they can really pick at us. But you and I, I think like you know stuff that my sister doesn't know. Totally. Yeah. And you know, tons of stuff my sister doesn't know. Exactly. But I think one of the things that we also could get at is uh, why this, I think, maybe works is because we are the uh, two of the only people I know who could get into pretty pointed, heinous arguments. Whereas this and and the second they're over, we like don't hold a grudge again. And it's it's fine. Yeah, that's very true. And I, I mean, I think that comes and I will say to your credit. One thing I really like about you is I think that you, when I'm in a rut, you really you really lift me up. You really right. do a great job of I'm just like, fuck, man, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I'm about to throw myself into the ocean. You're like, totally. Hey, how about this coffee? I'm like, oh, maybe I'll live for five more minutes. You know? <laughs> yeah, totally. And you do the same yeah. for me this week. This week is a perfect example. I had a crazy week at work. Crazy it was week. super busy. I was kind of down. And almost every day this week, you sent me a text like, Weeks one more day through, almost over, friend. It was great. There we go, man. I know. And I think also one thing I think I really appreciate about our siblingship is I think we could be honest with each other. And I think like when you talk about us getting into fights and then it being over, that I think is part of honesty. It's like we get out everything we need to get out and then (laughs) then it's just out and we're fine. You know, we move on. Yeah. 
And I, and one thing is like, we were talking about this right before we started is like, that comes with both of us being creative and on the same page creatively. Like, totally. I know, you know, you can't hurt my feelings when it right. comes to something that I do. Cause I want to know your re- real opinion. Cause I really value your opinion basically above all others. And, and same thing. Like, totally. I feel like I could be honest with you about criticism yeah. and you know, it's not going to be a personal thing. Right. And it's funny cause whenever we do get to a almost cringy moment on this podcast, it's not because we're telling each other the other thing. It's because we're telling each other the other thing in front of someone we don't know that well. That's the that's the part that it's like, oh, should I say this in front of this person that we don't really know? Yeah, we'll say it. <laughs> that dude, that's totally true. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it is weird. It, I will say there are moments in this. Po- now that you're saying that, there are definitely moments in this podcast where it's like, there's a third person in the room clearly. <laughs> and it's like, Oh boy. Like we're all like, sometimes these episodes are like, we're in a car and we're yeah. it's like a, a car ride. Yeah. And, and there's someone sitting in the backseat. Yeah. Who doesn't really want to be in the backseat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my parents are fighting over the radio. And like, <laughs> there've been moments where, and I'm not going to call it specific guests, but right. definitely. Cause we're all on zoom, but there have been moments where I know you and I've looked at the guest <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> oh my oh my god are they are they really angry yeah. each other like it's some like it's some brilliant like sciencey person and they're like are they really going that deep <laughs> with the argument about whether or not they should clone each other like yeah it's crazy oh my god he really doesn't like blue shirts holy yeah shit. yeah like i know that it, it really does make me laugh but no so i'm excited that we're doing this episode because there is we obviously have a ton in common and even yeah. though we rib each other a lot i think like you know maybe the audience Maybe our audience doesn't really know that. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think, yeah, if you want to hear us, maybe not argue and figure out what we actually have in common, which we might argue about. Yeah. uh, Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short message. And we're back. So this episode, we're just talking. We, there's no guests this week. Nope. And we decided to go positive because I think, you know what? It's like the we've been in this pandemic a long time. It's It's been a hard week this week, just generally, totally. personally for us. And I think it's nice to have a little bit of positivity. So we're talking about the things that you and I have in common. And, I, you know, I think one of the things is I, I think you have great taste when it comes to TV shows and movies mm. and, and and music, by the way, too, Avid Brothers and, and all that totally. other stuff. And not fashion, though. We've established. Fa- well, <laughs> although, to be fair, we're dressed kind of similar today. Today we are, yeah. But uh, but no, but I think one thing is you've introduced me to a lot of good shit. And one thing you and I were just talking about before this podcast started was I just watched the first episode of Dark. Mm. The German, uh, German. It's like a German Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Exactly. And uh, and we were kind of talking about it. And like, I, I think like that's one thing that's interesting about you and I is I think I go a little bit. I skew a little bit darker than you do. Like you totally. Oh, yeah. Things, and I I like dark. I mean, that's kind of a- stranger things. And my our our Venn diagram of dark shit meets in the stranger things like quiet place yeah. area. Something that's like a little more fun. It's more fun and whimsical than it is scary is what I'm into. And then right. you kind of, I think, go a little bit further into the dark area. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I think like it's interesting because I, I, I it's hard for me 
to like things that aren't dark because I think they're super cringy. Right. I think that you you also share the cringe factor as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's so I have more of a stomach for it. Right. Uh but like yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's a hundred percent true. Like I recently wrote a romantic comedy and I was like and I and I send almost everything I write to you because you give great notes and thoughts and you'll you'll be yeah. I know you'll be honest with me. But it is a romantic comedy. And I know that if you went to the theater, you'd probably be like, eh, it was OK. But like, that's the genre I'm writing. Yeah. So it's like, you know what? I'm just going to send it to him anyway. He can yeah. tell me what he likes about it. What he hates about it. Well, because, too, like and that's the thing is I, I think like and that that's, I think, a fun part of our relationship is the fact that we can shift into business mode and it's like you and i both you know work totally. in comedy work in television and and that's part of it is like you need to be able to i think like be like okay like rj's my friend but like almost famous you got to be brutal like there's that great scene in almost famous which is like you know that uncool scene where it's philip seymour hoffman talking to patrick fugit and you know, Patrick, I, for those of you who haven't seen Almost Famous, first go of all, see it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. First fuck of all. you. Go, go see it. Go see it. Yeah. But there's this moment where Patrick, like it, he's supposed to be profiling this band. He's like 15 or something. He's very young. And the band has kind of used him to get a good review. And he's kind of feeling used and abused. And he calls Philip Seymour Hoffman, who is this kind of punk guy. And it's for advice. And you think. And by the way, I heard this was written. This scene was written where. Philip Seymour Hoffman's character was supposed to be like, hey, it's going to be all right, kid. You know, because every other scene in the movie, he is like crazy. And he's like playing punk records at 9 a.m. And he's supposed to be crazy. But I I, the day of I heard Philip Seymour Hoffman and Cameron Crowe kind of sat down and Philip Seymour Hoffman was like, I feel like we should do this in a quiet way. And it's oh, it's so much better. So much better. Right. Can you imagine like that? No. But anyway, that's amazing. He says this thing, which is which is a great he says a great line, which is like. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with somebody when you're uncool. And yeah. I, I think like that's kind of the thing, which is like, and he's like, if you want to be friends to these guys, be brutal and be unwaveringly honest. And you and I, I think really share that. And so that's why like, I really value your notes. You know, when you totally. give, give me notes, it's same thing. Like I know you're writing a romantic comedy. I'm not going to give you notes as if I was sitting in the theater. <laughs> right, I'm going right. to give you notes as if somebody who loved romantic comedies was sitting totally. in the theater. Um, totally. Yeah. And uh, oh, and I will say, thing, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, it's interesting. Like, I think the way you and I work together, and I've explained this to other people, which is cool, which is like, you're great at structure when it comes to writing, and I'm terrible at structure. And so you are able to see the bones of like an act, you have like x ray vision. And are able to see the bones of stuff. And I'll be like, fuck, man, I will be trying for like weeks to figure out what the fuck is wrong. And I'll give it to you. And literally five minutes will be like, oh, oh, the problem is here. It's page four, man. Like, and I was like, oh, fuck. like even I sent you this law, this story I wrote. Yeah. And you and you see you were like, you I think you just tossed off this comment, but it blew my mind, which was like, you're like, oh, yeah, man, I love when you state the theme on page six. And I was like, oh, my God, what's on page six? And I was like. <laughs> Oh, wait, that I guess that is the theme. Oh, huh. dude, that, that got yeah. me into it. But it was funny because I, yeah. I almost took that line out. I was like, oh, I'll just cut this. But you were oh, like, oh, no, glad you so did. it's like that. I, I really appreciate that about you, which is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
uh, let's yeah, let's try to think about for a second hobbies or things. I mean, other than both of our love of, you know, just being brutally honest with people. Yeah. Uh, what what are some things that you think that we have in common? Like we don't because we don't. We are work friends. So st- that was the genesis yes. of our uh, friendship. So it wasn't like we met playing softball or we met, you know, doing a and friendly we thing. Because I don't play softball. I really right. like it. So the yeah. first time we met, do you remember the first time we met? Nope. I first time we met, we were working at Conan and I was going around the whole office and I was going to go get coffees for everyone. I was like, hey, uh, whatever. Do you guys want coffee? Whatever. I went into your office. I was like, hey, do you want some coffee? And you were like, yeah, sure. And you were very kind and generous. You were like, here's my credit card, get whatever you want to, which was so cool. I had just started working there. I was like, oh, cool, cool person. I go get coffee. At the time, I didn't drink coffee. So I was like, oh, I want to get something. So I got an apple juice, a juice box, and uh, brought it back, <laughs> brought it back to the office. And you took the juice box and you threw it on the ground and <laughs> smashed it to pieces. <laughs> He yeah. smashed it everywhere on the yeah. ground. Which is the correct response it, for I an mean, adult drinking apple juice out of I was a like, what the juice box. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, it was insane, but that was how we met. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, what do we enjoy? I mean, we like going. On, we've been on some trips together. We've been, you know. Been to Big Bear, yeah. Been we've to been, Big Bear, uh, been to Tahoe. Yeah. I mean, look, man, like I know we're supposed to be talking about hobbies and like movies and songs and shit, but I'm going to say I'm going to drop something big. Oh, okay, okay. Which is like, I I think that one of the reasons you're one of my closest friends is because we talk about the darkness. We've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. The darkness, it's a big thing. And the darkness, it's hard to explain what the darkness is. How would you explain the darkness? I Well, the only way I can explain it is you get it like you just get it like i don't know it's i it's i'm trying to think of an example like i would say in a larger sense we see the world the same way we approach problem solving the same way we have the same attitudes about a lot of things we have Um, the same cringe meter same cringe meter (laughs) it's kind of a mix it's a stew it's a jambalaya it's a gumbo of all those things Mm -hmm. and it's just you know what it is it's like if you and i are at a party all right and we're across the room from each other Mm -hmm. and something happens at the party we immediately would be like like something cringy (laughs) you're we'd be like oh fuck you know yeah we we would find each other's eyes Here in the go. party. Here, here it is. Yeah, here yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you just get it. You just get it. I don't know. And like, right? Yeah. I think that's right. I think that's, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's the, the like, essence of it. cornerstone of the whole thing. Because it's also like, so, like, sometimes I'm thinking, you know, my buddy Blay, like, I, oh, I wish he would, uh, I wish, you know, every now and then I'm just like, Oh, I wish he would come do X, Y, Z with me and some of my friends. And then it's like, ah, oh, well, he's busy doing X, Y, Z. But there's like, there's never a sense that it's like personal or ever, anything's like wrong or, you know, but that's like rare. I think we take that for granted. I think, I I you know, sometimes people, uh, you know, it's like, oh, they don't want to hang out. We don't, you know, it's. 
It's more of like a sibling thing. That's what you it just, is. You just get it, man. You just get it. <laughs> I, it's, and it's also, but I, I'll, I'll say like, it's a, it's a similar thing of looking at the world. I mean, like, and in terms of like, I think you and I believe it's all going to work out. I think, you know, it's like, we try to look on the bright side of things. Sometimes we're in a rut. Totally. I, I think it's a shorthand. It's like a, a an emotional shorthand. Yeah, um, totally. You know, it, it's it's bad when we're both in a rut, but that's rare. I will it's say rare. it's rare that we're it's both rare. in a rut. Um, but also, it's I better. think we pull each other out of the of if we're in the same rut. You know, I mean, and the thing here's where it sucks. Here's where it sucks. <laughs> yeah, is because I've been in a in a you know bad relationships, and totally. it's bad when. I you disagree and I know that you're right and I oh, yeah. and I don't want you to be right. Yeah. That's when it sucks. That's when the darkness sucks. <laughs> Cuz you're like fuck man, it's like we're both at the party. I think the guy jumping up on the piano doing a thing. I I I want to think it's cool, but you know it's not cool. You know I know it's not cool and you know that I know that I'm lying to myself that it is cool. <laughs> That's when it sucks. That's when this relationship sucks. You know, like when I'm right. it, it, like trying to kid myself about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. That's uh, I'd be interested to see. We should we should bring maybe after the break, we'll bring our producer on. I would be interested to see what someone or hear what someone on the outside of like we've known Brett, our producer for I've known him for like almost 10 years now. Yeah. You've, you, you met him two or three years ago. Yeah. So like, he's known us long enough to, you know, listen through all our bullshit on these podcasts. But I wonder if he, if there are times when he thinks like, Oh, these guys, these guys like are, are not fans of each other or like, don't are, you know, are at each other's throats. Like, I, I wonder will, if it ever comes off that way. I will say sometimes I do go at you hard and, and totally. for comedic effect. And mm-hmm. I do sometimes I'm like, that's too far I, in my head, in my head. I'm what? like, that's bad. That's too far. That, and I feel bad about it because. Oh, like, you shouldn't. No, I because know. we always tell each you know, well, we I know, put it in. I know you would tell me, but it's, there are points where I'm just like, what are you doing? Stop screaming. <laughs> it's just it's funny. There was this great um, there was this great interview, you know, Ad Rock from Beastie Boys. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Love Beastie Boys. He was on Sway in the Morning. You know, like that radio show. Yeah. And like not too long ago, like two or three years ago. And it's on YouTube, the whole interview. And, you know, the dude is what? He's worth like fucking 30 million, $300 million, something crazy. And Ad-Rock still just eats like meatball subs and fucking Chinese takeout. <laughs> yeah, and cereal and shit. Yeah. He just doesn't care and he doesn't need to and he just whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and Ad-Rock said something which I think about a lot. Which he goes in the beginning of the interview, like, so it's like, how are you, man? How are you? And Adirak was like, you know, I was listening to your intro and I was listening to Sabotage. And he's like, I was just thinking like, God, why is that guy fucking screaming? Like, why is he screaming? You because know, Adirak is screaming. He's sabotage. the one screaming in Sabotage. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Why is he just screaming like that? And I have moments of like that in my head where I'm like, why am I what is wrong with me, man? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. No. It, yeah. Do you ever have those moments where you step outside yourself and you're like, what am I? Yes. And I think it comes more with the guest. It comes more with, oh, man, if I say this about Blay, am I going to look like an asshole in front of this 
guest. (laughs) Are they going to think I'm being a dick? Because I don't want to be a dick. Yeah, it's weird. I I think that one thing I and another thing I think that's interesting that I really like about our podcast. You know, we did RJ and Blaze Suck at Girls for like six years. Yeah. I mean, you talk about the Malcolm 100 episodes, 100 episodes. Yeah. And and a couple live ones, you know, and it's like you talk about the Malcolm Gladwell 40,000 hours to be an expert. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things I think I really appreciate about you and about us and about how you and I work together is we've done so much comedy together, so much performing together, so much just like hanging out and talking that like our conversation just kind of fits together really well. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, it's almost like a, to go back to your writing thing earlier, it's almost like we figured out a way to just have a structured conversation in 45 minutes. (laughs) We usually can kind of seamlessly bring it back. Totally. And that's like, I don't, I didn't realize till we started doing a lot of podcasts at Team Coco, I didn't realize what a magic trick that was. Right. Yeah. that's That's a magic trick, man. You know? Yeah, I think it's I think it's a special thing we shouldn't take for granted for sure. Yeah, no. And and the way because it is weird, like and it's it's hard to like now it's like when somebody says when you're playing golf, like do you inhale or exhale when you swing? Now it's like now that we're aware of it, it's like, Mm -hmm. fuck, it's not going to work as well. But we do kind of thread. We weave each other's through each other's sentences. And to add a third person into that is a real trick. And I really appreciate that. You're great at that. No, same with you. I, I think uh, the first, so the, just for another fun historical moment of, of this What's weird this circle jerk that we're doing, but uh, the first podcast you and I ever did, I don't know if you remember this, we had never podcasted together. We were kind of friends, but uh, you were doing the Team Coco podcast and it was before I was your co-host. It was before yeah. I was like your sidekick on that. Yeah. And you came into the office and you were like, Hey, is anybody here a Breaking Bad fan? Vince Gilligan's coming on the podcast and I haven't seen it. And I was like, yeah, fuck, I've done it. Like, let me come on this thing with you. And and we did. And it was weirdly one of like, we've definitely had bad ones after that, but it was weirdly one of our better interviews. That's great. And it kind of, it was this like weird naturally like, oh, we're just having this conversation with this with Vince Gilligan. He's yeah. the nicest guy ever. <laughs> the creator of one of the greatest TV shows. Best shows the- ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it, it is really funny. Um, yeah, that's true. That's right. I remember that. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what a, a fun coda to that story is with Vince Gilligan is the Emmys that year. I took my dad, my dad, because then obviously I did watch Breaking Bad and that became totally. amazing. And um, and my dad, huge fan, and I take my dad to the Emmys, and it's like you know my dad's old, and totally. he's like you know it was like eighty two at this point or something, <laughs> and it's like we're in L A. and we're wearing fucking black suits. It's it was literally hundred and three degrees. I remember it was super hot that year. Holy shit! And we go, we do the red carpet thing, and we go in to the Emmys, and like my dad is melting. He's a he's a he's an old man candle. <laughs> It's melting. And I'm like, Hey dad, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get you some water or whatever. He's like, Oh, that'd be great. And we're kind of walking. And then all of a sudden, uh, like a guy walks up and he goes, Hey, it's like, Hey, like, uh, Aaron. And I was like, what? And it's Vince Gilligan. No way. <laughs> and he was like, Aaron, Hey. And I was like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? And he's like, Hey, like, you know, and he introduced me to like his girlfriend. And I was like, Hey, this is my daddy Vince. And he's like, and my dad's like, Oh, and, I, and my dad's like, Oh, and like kind of who is this guy? And I was like, Oh, yeah. he's the, 
showrunner Breaking Bad. My dad's like, oh my God. And, That's know, like, so cool. It was like such, and my dad, you know, passed away a few years after that. So what a cool what fucking a cool moment. Thing. What a cool yeah. moment. Like that was really great. Oh, and I, and I won that year. I won an Emmy oh, yeah. that year. Yeah, and yeah. then I saw Vince at the party later again. And it was like the fact that you and I did that Team Coco podcast then directly brought me to be able to introduce Vince Gilligan to my dad. So like, how cool is that? Like what a neat moment, you know? So cool. But yeah, but, but no, I I think like that's the thing. And, and it's interesting because I think, you know, you and I really feed off each other when it comes to motivation. Yeah. You know, and I think we both value motivation. uh, And when it goes away, uh, we really try to get each other back on the horse for motive for, the motivational horse for sure. Very much, very much. And there's very few people in my life who share the same, frankly, yeah. psychotic drive. Oh yeah, we're insane. Yeah. We're completely <laughs> insane. We'll bring, yeah. You know what? Let's take a break. Let's take a break real quick. When we come back, uh, we'll bring Brett, our producer on, and he can tell us how psychotic we actually are. Uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, apropos of nothing, and we can 100% cut this out, but uh, speaking of like being insane and driven, I, w- I sat outside yesterday and I was like, you know, reading this thing or whatever. And now I have the, a burn line. I got sunburned on half my boob because I wouldn't move out of the sun. So I was like, I just got to finish reading this thing. And I Were got, you not wearing a shirt? Re- yeah, I wasn't wearing a shirt because I was trying to get and I got now oh. I have this insane, terrible tan line. Anyway, uh, Brett, what's going on? Hi, Brett. Be- the man behind the curtain, the, our wizard of Oz. We couldn't do this without Brett. Happen. No, we couldn't. No and wouldn't want way. to. And wouldn't want to. No. Couldn't do it without you either. That's right. Well, you could do it. That would, that would be a fun <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Brett arguing with himself. Should I do this or not? Yes, we like, we like seize the charities. Yes, we like. No, no, we cannot donate. Yes, we do. We like seize the golem there. Uh, Brett, what's happening? How are you doing? What's going on? Pretty good. This has been very interesting. Has it? I don't know you two that well, like together. Like right. I know you, we don't hang out like the three of us very often. And yeah. I don't know your dynamic when you're obviously together alone. Like, so I am closer to the audience. Oh, I think, interesting. Because I do sometimes wonder like, are they friends? Like I know <laughs> you are, but I also wonder like how real of friends are they? Yeah. And now I'm hearing this and it's like, Oh my God, this is it's a love fest. You're such good friends. You can do a show like this, you know? It's weird. It is it is weird. And I I I challenge people, you know, if you're listening to this, I I think that everyone has someone in their life who gets them, I think. And maybe you don't, maybe you take that person for granted. So if there's a message of this episode, it is people who get you and the people who you get in your life are extremely valuable and it doesn't happen that often. So like be aware that that person or those people in your life, like treat them like gold because they deserve it. I mean, wouldn't you guys say? Um, yeah, I would, I would, I mean, absolutely. I think there's something, uh, I don't know. There's something interesting about doing. So when we first started doing this Blay, like when we did the team Coco podcast before we even did suck at girls, Blay, was producing it himself. He was, you know, running the board. You were putting it online. You were, you were really just doing everything, right? Yeah. yeah and it was, yeah. it was kind of like, yeah, we were with a, 
we were with a celebrity sometimes and sometimes we weren't, but it's interesting now, Brett, having you here because we don't know you as well. And it's like, it's almost like, like I said earlier, I am more in my head about you being here or someone else being here. And am I going to come off as an asshole? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's adding like another layer of a, uh, like an angel and a devil on my shoulder. Just having you here, knowing you're listening to it before it goes out. Even though I know, you know, whatever, tons of people are going to listen to it after. Yeah. I love yeah, That's why I turn my video off. To oh. kind of give you oh, more space, but obviously not enough. It's uh, I love no, the it's idea great. Of, I think it's good. Of two Bretts, like a Brett yeah. dressed as a, <laughs> a devil and a Brett dressed as an angel. Yeah, both sexy, by the way. Both oh, sexy yeah. Brett. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I and Brett, it's 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 interesting because it's like RJ to your point. When I was trying, when I was like recording stuff and all that stuff, I am I had no idea what I was doing. Brett is like a professional producer. <laughs> right. And so it has been an education from this side to like, and by the way, don't think I'm not constantly taking notes about how you operate because you actually, you, you do it all and you do it in such a great professional way versus me, which is like spitting when I talk and losing half the files and not knowing where stuff is going or where it is. Well, well, since we're all giving each other compliments, I do want to say you're two of the best hosts I've ever produced, especially the thing I'm most impressed by is whenever there's a pause in the production, uh, someone's headphones go out or we have to stop and come back. Blay especially, I think it's always you. You're like, you remember what you were saying oh, and yeah. you repeat it. Yeah. And it's like, that's so nice because I would have forgotten and then I can edit it together so seamlessly. I will say that is something I think, and Blay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, we have, you and I have seen our boss Conan do that so many times where like something will screw up during the show or whatever. And he is so good at repeating, like just repeating it, repeating whatever they were talking about right before. Cause you know, he knows people are editing the show and stuff, but that uh, Blay, Blay, you are to your credit. You are very good at doing that. Thank you. And you're a hundred percent right. I mean, that's exactly, it is exactly a Conan thing. And, and, um, cause he's done so many remotes where like, oh, you reframe or there's like different shot or just in case it doesn't stitch together. Let's get a clean restatement of the premise. Let's get a clean edit here and all that stuff. Yeah. You can see it sometimes, you know, in the show when he would do a monologue and fuck up and then make the joke of like, and hold for edit. And then, you know, but like <laughs> in his brain, he's always thinking of the, the final product. And I will say like, that is a good thing. I'm glad that we did do that. You know, the original team Coco podcast, it did do suck at girls ourselves, because I think hopefully it's helping you, Brett, like us knowing that the, uh, how the other side helping it not be such a mess. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully yeah, it really yeah, is. Exactly. I'm being honest. Yeah. And one thing I, one thing I'm very excited for is, you know, hopefully speaking of that, is kind of as things start opening back up and those things, I'm excited to try to do a live podcast, a live hear me out podcast. Yeah. I think it could be really fun. That's one thing that I think has been a real bummer. Um, I mean, among all, everything else in the world <laughs> at the bottom of the bummer list for <laughs> right. this year, but still a bummer all the same is, you know, we started this kind of podcast and then immediately was the pandemic. So we never really got a chance to, kind of explore the live version because it would be really fun. 
to have an audience split up and try to argue both sides. I mean, that's, totally. it just lends itself so well. Yeah. So. Or, or trying, I, I was thinking, you know, it could be fun, uh, if, since we're just spitballing, it could be fun to try, you know, if we have a theater of people, we try to convince the audience, one ah, of us, and then at the end they get to vote. Are they on RJ's side? Are they on Blaze's side? That's be such kind of a fun. good idea. Such a good idea. Yeah, could exactly. Like that stuff is, is so great. And, um, but again, we were just saying like, Brett, how many episodes have we done at this point? This is the 38th. 38 is crazy that we've that done this many episodes and it is flown by. I mean, you yeah. know, it's like, it's, it's, we're coming up on a year of doing this podcast. It's just bananas. Yeah. It's um, yeah. Uh, Brett, do you have, uh, it's always kind of fun to hear the score. Do you by any chance know yeah. the score? Well, I haven't looked at this until we, the last check-in we did was at episode 25. So I was halfway and this is like three quarters kind of. Yeah. Um, I'm shocked at one number in particular. Oh, God. The number of arguing episodes Blay has done versus RJ. Like, do you have any guess to how many oh. you each have done? Oh, if I had to guess, I would say Blay has... Maybe it's just because I feel defensive all the time, but I feel like <laughs> Blay has tried to convince me like three or four more times than I've tried to convince him. There's a total of 33 episodes that there have been arguing on. Okay. If you want to like think about that. So you're saying maybe I'm saying close to half, but he's four ahead of you. You think it's like, yeah. like 19 or something? something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to like talk about this and be clear, but I'll just tell you. Okay. you just, yeah. Any more guesses? Or, all right. So Blay's done 21, which Whoa. means RJ's done 12. What the Whoa. fuck? It's that despair. I didn't realize wow. it wasn't until like Whoa. was Blaze done. You did four in a row recently, um, yeah. and then before that, RJ did a few, and then you did five in a row. So it's like there is since the halfway mark, we've whoa, wow, <laughs> feeling defensive for a reason. Apparently. Yeah, oh my god, oh that's my god, yeah. that's what I need wild. to those, step it up. The winning winning percentage. You want to guess this percentage of arguments Blaze won versus RJ's won as far as like the episodes you argue. Right. How many times do you convince ooh, the other? This is a great stat. I have no idea. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I would say, oh man, I would say we convince each other like forty-five percent of the time, a little less than half of the time. Hmm. You no, know, totally wrong. <laughs> wow, really? Blay wins at a seventy-six percent rate. Oh, baby! RJ wins at a sixty-six percent rate. Wow! Both above 50%. Oh my god! I, I I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bit of a confession. Are you ready? Oh God! <laughs> As of late, okay, I don't know when it happened. Like it, I think it happened in like the last twenty or so episodes. But you know what? It's happened since the last time we did a check-in episode. So whatever that was, I have started to chicken out a bit. What do you mean? When the guest is really <laughs> smart and they've like dedicated their life to the to pursuit of something. <laughs> or like they're really nice. Yeah. I cannot look them in the eyes <laughs> and, and tell say, them that you won't do it. Do it. <laughs> I just can't do it, man. Like, Oh man. You know, earlier, uh, full disclosure, earlier today, we taped a, an episode yeah. about golf with one of the nicest human beings on He's earth. So nice dude. <laughs> and, and, and the chatter before was so pleasant and he was so positive and so upbeat. Oh, he's yeah, such he's a nice great. guy. It was and also at like, like fucking nine in the morning. It's we nine were drinking in the morning, coffee and he was and great. I am just raging. I'm just ready to fucking rage. <laughs> and he's so nice. And I was like, 
I knew right in the beginning, I was like, fuck, I think I'm going to have to agree. I don't know if I could tell this guy. I fucking despise every single thing about golf. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. Even the I... shirts. Like one of the things you talked about was like the bright colored shirts. They're made out of material that makes me sweat. I hate that. And I couldn't even bring it up. I, uh, that's happened to me one or two times for sure. But usually not. Usually, yeah. usually it's. I was fine. I'm pretty in honest. Begin- in the beginning of the podcast, I was yeah. fine. And like the last, it's I like don't the know. last seven or eight. You know what it is? Is Brett does a, such a great job of booking this podcast. We have gotten some fucking insanely amazing guests. Like, yeah. seriously, Brett, nice work. Like, all my friends are like, "Oh my god!" Like, dude, that last episode. Like, how did you book that? Like, and I'm like, Brett, Brett Kushner, he's killing it. Yeah. He's killing it. Like. Um, and so it's hard, it's hard when the guest is really smart. Yeah. Cause they're all way smarter than us. And they're just better people. Than yeah. Us. Just I better. know. And it, part of it is like at the end of it, sometimes recently I've felt <laughs> like when I've been going back and forth of like, am I going to agree or am I not? Part of it is, man, this person is so smart and cool. Right. Maybe I should. Like, I still disagree with Blay, but this person's cool, so right. maybe I should. You know, that's a better way to say it, I think. I That's a better way to say it, which is, I, like, agree with the guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of, yeah. That's, you know what, that's kind of more of what it is. It's like, you know what, like, the guest is great. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. But I think, you know what, I will say, moving forward. Let's make a pact. For the here last, on. we're making 50 to start out. That's right. For the so last, however, there are. Yeah, well, that's however they we're are. We're going to be 100% honest like we were at yes, the beginning. That's right. I'm going and if back. we make a guest cry, that's on them. Okay. <laughs> I mean. I was going to say, too, like, we should go back, but you just ruined the premise of the whole show. We should go back <laughs> at the end of this and go through and actually look back and go, what are you still convinced on to really figure out? Oh, okay. You know? Oh, I yeah. Think I, I want to have, have a record of the first 50. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. 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 But things have changed, too. Maybe in the moment. You thought you were going to eat old food, but you never did. And, right. That's true. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, I think like. I'm dragging you to the golf course, motherfucker. Yeah. We're going. Well, the thing is like, yeah, I mean, the thing is like a lot of these that we've agreed to, we're going to make the other person do regardless yeah. of their thoughts of it. If right. they agree on the podcast, it's going to happen. I mean, we're going to do flying lessons. Yeah. Like that is. Going we're going to do happen. flying lessons. Yeah. We're going to we'll do. die in a fiery crash. It's going to happen too. <laughs> Maybe season two of this, if we get a season two, is just doing the things and discussing. That'd be hilarious. But, that would be really funny, by the way. We go through and do in, in the same order. Yeah. We go sleep at a clown hotel or whatever you're going to make me sleep at. Yeah. Haunted, a, haunted hotel. Wait a second. Yeah. Don't yeah. just say clown hotel. It was a haunted hotel. Too. Haunted hotel. That's yeah, right. That that's were right. that were 100% doing, <laughs> I know. That one, I felt like uh, my stomach drop. That was an early one. I, f- I remember feeling afterwards like, oh, shit, I have to do this now. Like, Well, we do have to convinced do them. It's just me the to pandemic, go. The pandemic has made it tough. Yeah, that kind of derailed something. being But now that things are opening back up, it's that's the thing. We could do right. a lot of these things. Right, not right. just me saying no to ice cream, which, by the yeah. way, is still a hard no. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, no, I, I think again, like it's one of those things where, um, yeah, it, it it is a it is an interesting thing because sometimes I will say, like, look, I just I enjoy just going at you. I just enjoy. Yeah, of course, some of it's my great. arguments are frankly just insults to the question mark at the end. Totally, uh, and I just bring stuff up to humiliate you, and I'm sorry for that. It's okay. 
Okay. Apology I mean, accepted. I'm not, I'm but I'm yeah. filled with rage. Okay. And now we have to end this one because I'm done being nice to you. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not gonna stop doing it. So <laughs> that's fine. That. Great. But moving forward, moving forward, we're gonna finish this season very strong. I have some really great things I'm gonna convince you of. And by the way, can we also just say, let's not gloss over, fellas. A lot of charities have benefited from us screaming at each other week after week. That's true. Which is great. Yeah. So if nothing else, charities have benefited. Hopefully, <laughs> we are leaving a net positive right. uh, effect on the world with this podcast. Exactly. Um, so that's it. That's it for now. We're going we're gonna to go back to, to shitting on each other uh, after this podcast here. Uh, Brett, thank you again. Thank we don't you. thank you enough. This is, uh, again, couldn't happen without Brett Kushner. Uh, remember to check out new episodes of Hear Me Out every Wednesday. Please rate and review and tell your friends. And if there's something you want us to debate, send us an email at hearmeouthearmeout at gmail.com. Thanks again, Brett, uh, for producing the podcast, Strange Hotels for the theme song. And we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>